welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined uh, tonight, um, coming to me from Portland, Oregon, uh, two hours behind. Uh, I've got a uh, DJ and dubstep producer, uh, event host, uh, who's got a number of songs on SoundCloud, uh, really um, awesome, interesting production. Uh, among them are Acid Test and Spirit Molecule. And uh, I'm excited to talk to her about her passions, RSU, why she does what she does. So, 8 Hertz, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Good. Um, how are you? Uh, how was your day today? Great. It's 420, so I'm having a great day. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, how have you... Uh, partaken in the holiday? Uh, I went to a dispensary out here today, uh, got a nice little array of products and um, tried out those products, took a big nap, so <laughs> pretty productive. <laughs> it's a little retail therapy there. All right. So yeah. Good. Um, yeah. Uh, what brings you out to Portland? <clears throat> Um, I was actually delivering a cat for my friend. He uh, he moved out here a few months ago and left his cat behind. So I flew, flew the cat out here for him. So it was an adventure for sure. But uh, overall, it was pretty good. Good. <laughs> um, oh, well, uh, that's sweet. Um, I love cats. I'm a huge cat guy. Uh, I hope to get one soon myself. Um, what do you what do you plan to do while you're uh, out there? Well, hopefully some uh, waterfalls and hot springs. Um, definitely some seafood, maybe even another dispensary. So just kind of keeping it chill. Fun shit. Well, uh, that would be that sounds like a great time. Uh, you left at a good time. Uh, it got really cold today. Cold hockey. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, Brooke, what we talked about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so uh, I've been uh, interviewing a, a number of people uh, that are DJs in the club scene, uh, producers. I've been getting more and more uh, into getting to know everybody. And I came across you like a year ago or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I was intrigued. Uh, looks like it's some cool action shots on your profile of you performing. So I wanted to uh, take the time to hear what you're all about. So uh, usually where we start is, uh, so Brooke, where did you grow up? Uh, where are you originally from? Um, so I'm from Northern Wisconsin. It's a really tiny town. My class, my graduating class was only 20 people. So it's probably not anything anyone's heard of, but just in case it's Lake Holcomb. Um, I grew up on a farm, so I'm more of a, surprisingly, I, my roots are country, even though I live in the city now, so. Right on. Okay. Uh, what brought you down to Milwaukee? Well, I'm actually in Madison, but um, I went to school at uh, Madison Media Institute. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So I just have always wanted to do music, and I figured moving to a bigger city, and at least in Wisconsin, not that Madison's that large, but... Um, I'd have some better opportunities, and I was right because I definitely have gone farther than I ever would have up in a tiny ass town. So, yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. I mean, hey, I mean, barn parties are a good time. 
don't get me wrong. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so you never, you never lived in Milwaukee. You were always just Madison. Yep. Okay. Cool. You just I've done a lot of performing in Ma in Milwaukee though, so sure. um, pretty. The scene is pretty well acquainted with me down there as well. Oh yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I guess uh, I'd love to hear about uh, what you kind of grew up listening to. Uh, what, yeah, what was the role that music played in your life when you were younger? How did it all start? Well, my mom and dad had basically polar opposite music tastes. So um, I got a lot of the hip hop and pop side from my mom and um, old country and classic rock from my dad's side. So just kind of a mix of everything. I've always just really been passionate about music. I used to write little songs and perform with my parents. They have like videos of me when I was a kid. So um, so yeah, just, I, I collected different CDs, you know, all of the, the now CDs and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then when I uh, got a little bit older, me and my brother started um, making our own CDs. So I was able to just kind of download music online. That's kind of where my little DJ career started because I would make different CDs for my friends and bring them to school, pass them out. So oh, yeah. that's cool. Um, were you like a LimeWire kid? Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Remember those days for sure. Um, yeah. What was, uh, what was kind of your inception into like electronic music and um, dubstep um well in like second grade someone introduced me to Skrillex and it just kind of stuck I didn't really understand I didn't even know about uh, you know raves or anything yet I just knew that I liked the sound I would work out to it stuff like that and it kind of just perpetuated I went to my first rave at 18 and I completely fell in love so uh I decided that's definitely what I wanted to to do as a performance what was your first, what was the rave? Uh, Steve Aoki in Denver, actually. Oh. It was a pretty pretty large production, very entertaining. He had like the, he did the cake throwing and I don't know, just a bunch of different things. So it was, it was a really fun experience. Right on. Yeah. What a first performer, uh, EDM performer to see. Yeah. My friends and I, we were like, we used to go to Lollapalooza every year and yeah, we really liked Steve Aoki. I think my first yeah. season of the show was uh, Flux Pavilion. Nice. That's a classic for sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. So, um, so did you like, uh, I assume you kind of, so you you kind of started with the DJing first, way before you started the producing. Actually, no, I, um, I started production first because um, oh. I went to school for production. So that was kind of a, uh, I started messing around on Ableton and then I realized that um, there were more performance gigs in DJing and somebody kind of just threw me on my first show. I don't even know if I was really ready, but then all of a sudden I just kept getting booked and it kept, you know, growing and um, production actually kind of got pushed to the side the past year or so, but I'm hoping to get back into it here soon. Cool. Um... Um, what have been some of your biggest influences in your production? Um, basically, my I guess my peers. Um, there's a lot of local producers that are really talented, and um, just the the strive to to put out my own original music. Uh, 
was a big one as well. And just kind of expanding my, my knowledge overall in music. Do you remember what was the first song you, you put out? It was Acid Test, actually. Right on. So, nice. so yeah, it was uh, something I worked on for a while and um, actually got mastered by somebody. So I made sure it had a nice, clean sound and things like that. So Yeah, I liked it. Um, I liked the samples. It's like a guy, like, what, what is it? He's like he's not one thing he's like several different things or some shit like he's just talking about some weird shit (laughs) so that's like a sample from i think the uh anywhere from i think the 50s or 70s and it was when they're um kind of first testing out acid in in lab settings and that guy was just really interesting how he reacted to it it was uh um just all like love and you know self-exploration so and uh, that's kind of been my own experience with with it. So I just kind of wanted something that, you know, it re- brought you back to to that state of mind, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, it should all be legal. Uh, right. that's, for, that's another conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tell me about a spirit molecule. So that one is based off of um, uh, DMT actually. It's supposed to be kind of like, once again, kind of uh, going along those same lines, um, tapping into that just really spiritual part of yourself and, um, you know, connecting with the earth, I guess, and just kind of, yeah, just tripping, you know, (laughs) that's basically what I was going for. I wanted to make music that people could listen to at 4am and kind of just lose their mind a little bit so yeah it's cool it sounds like you're really uh like inspired by a lot of psychedelics and their imagery and whatnot definitely i just think it's a a good way to connect with the music and it's definitely not needed i mean you know it's more of a mind state really but yeah yeah for sure um so Tell me, so how did you become uh, 8 Hertz? Where did that uh, name come from? Well, I wanted something to do with um, just like sound that you could feel and not hear. And I decided to go with that because it's uh, it's the resonant brain frequency, which your um, mind resonates at when it's most creative and relaxed. So it was kind of just the vibe I wanted to go for once again. That's cool. Uh, when did you start... Uh, getting more into the DJing? Um, about 2017. Uh, like I said, that's when someone gave me my first gig and it was actually at this busy bar called Plan B in Madison. It's a gay bar. And I don't think they've ever heard drum and bass in their life. And I played drum and bass. <laughs> and I screwed up a couple times and I was so embarrassed, but it got me out of my comfort zone of uh, never performing before. And literally have never, besides in like the school play, I'd never performed in my life. And it, gave me that that rush and confidence that I was like yep this is what I want to do so cool hey that that's what it takes sometimes just getting thrown into it you know right yep sink or swim (laughs) yeah oh yeah absolutely um well clearly you did something right uh stuck with you yeah Um, for sure 
yeah, where did you go from there? Um, I just kind of started getting booked around Madison for smaller gigs. I didn't get a large, larger booking until probably the following year uh, when I got booked for my first dub hub event and I opened for a um, Walter Wilde, who's on the um, Sub Carbon record label. So the same record label as like Dirt Monkey and um, I believe Subtronics. Yep, Subtronics. And so, yeah, that was crazy because I was a. Uh, that was the biggest crowd I'd ever played for so far. And from there, I just uh, started getting booked for like Liquid and they had some big, big shows and kind of got used to that big production, which was really cool. Yeah. And then eventually in 20, I think it was 2019, I played my first set at the Miramar in Milwaukee, which is like a staple of the dubstep scene down there. So that was really cool. Um, and everybody responded to me really well. and. It was super nice. So it's all been a lot of fun. <laughs> Good. That's, that's awesome. Uh, it's really kick-ass that, you know, you've had um, a community that has welcomed you and uh, been so receptive and, uh, you know, keeps you coming back. Um, I used to live next, right next to uh, uh, the Miramar, actually, above uh, the, well, the Black Rose rip. Where else in Milwaukee have you done? Just curious. Um, done the Miramar. Where else? Um, not the, it's not the Tarleton. What is that place? Turner Hall. That was that was another big one for me. I opened for Blunts and Bonds. And uh, that place is amazing. That was a huge production. And uh, I'm trying to think of where else I played in Milwaukee. Um, I think that's it right now. Mostly the Mar. Yeah. Yeah. But um, done a lot of stuff at, I've, I've been at Site 1A a lot, but that wasn't really my style of music. So that, that I would, that I play, you know, so I didn't, I've never gotten booked there. Unfortunately that closed up too, but, but yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, so you've also got these uh, Smoke Sesh volumes one and two. Uh, um, which are, so yeah, tell me about what these are. Uh, basically just a little mixes that I put together when you're just kicking back, smoking, um, nothing too hype and not usually what I would play out. I usually play out, um, more high energy kind of thing to get people dancing. This is more just like kickback, you know? So, um, lots of ganja tunes in there and, you know, a little bit of samples you can sing along to, just kind of something to vibe to, you know? Sounds like a, sounds like a Portland vibe. Portland's getting down. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, cool. Well, right on. Um, I, I have a general idea of, like, what you're going for, you know. Uh, so that all said, yeah, what are you working on now? Uh, what do you have uh, in store? Um, I have a mix dropping pretty soon, a 420 mix. I was actually going to put it up today, but... Unfortunately, um, I'm an airhead and I forgot my laptop charger, so it doesn't look like I'm going to have enough battery to upload it today. But as soon as I get back on Friday, that'll be dropping. It's it's not going to be a smoke sesh, but like I said, a special 421. It's got some more um, upbeat kind of sounds in it. Definitely something to get you off your feet. So um, just a little something special. And I'm trying to get back into my production slowly, but surely I got a, a saxophone that I'm going to start um 
incorporating into my music. So I used to play saxophone back in high school. So I'm trying to get back into that. Um, build my skills back up with that. And also uh, just getting my vocals out more. I actually sing too. And that's something that a lot of people don't know. Um, I have one cover song on YouTube. It's under my 8 Hertz music page. It's Landslide. And my late friend actually recorded that for me and, and mixed it down and stuff. And it's one of my favorite things to show for, to showcase my vocals. But I want to be, I want to do something more, you know, release on the electronic side for my vocals and get that out there as well. So. That's wonderful. Uh, that's really special. It's, well, yeah, that'll bring different instru instruments into the picture. Uh, will you know just uh expand your versatility so um yeah i'm looking forward to hearing what you have in store um i played sax as well uh in middle school i was a tenor sax actually nice i could see that <laughs> i was alto sax oh yeah yeah i didn't really i didn't think it was cool at the time but looking back i'm like no that's pretty cool you know yeah i know same here yeah one of those things where you know, you don't think uh, it'll ever be something you want to do again after high school. And then it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was right. pretty dope. Like, damn, like, now I wish I could make music now. But it's like such a to think about starting now. It's like so like overwhelming. But, For sure. Yeah, that's something that I'm uh, struggling with. And as you get older, it's you get into the swing of life and get used to doing different things that it's you forget to keep learning and it's something I got to constantly remind myself, just soaking up knowledge whenever I can. For sure. Um, mm -hmm. I will eight Hertz. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I appreciate making a little time on 420 here to do the nice guy podcast. Uh, kept it short and sweet. Um, yeah. so I, <laughs> on our way out, I ask everyone the same two questions. Uh, the first is uh, Brooke, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Um, the fear of not having, not reaching my dreams, but that's something that I, I like to just remind myself that as far as I've, I've came so far, I can't even, I never would have imagined coming this far. So I just got to remind myself that uh, just to keep pushing, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, that, that said, on, on a lighter note, the second question is what puts you to sleep? I guess I kind of just answered that while in the same answer, you know, but um, just knowing that I'm living my life to the fullest and doing the best I can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I'm uh, glad that uh, you found uh, such a really dope uh, outlet uh, to have fun and uh, also be the catalyst for a lot of people, other people to have fun too. Um, do you have any, yeah. uh, do you have any more gigs coming up? Um, yeah, I have a couple coming up. I have uh, Playerfest and Omnigala, um, and, which are two just little local festivals in Wisconsin. And then I've got a bigger one coming up in the summer, which is Electric Island, where we all party on a boat for three days. So that'll be fun. Shout out to uh, Thick Ellis. <laughs> right? He's the yeah. goat. <laughs> yeah. Meme Lord. I interviewed him <laughs> a couple weeks ago, actually. Uh, He's a hilarious dude. But uh, yeah, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me so much. Have a great night. Happy yeah, 420. Thank you.
Yeah, happy 420. Uh, for everyone watching, I'll be tagging 8 Hertz. Uh, so you can check out her music. I'll tag her SoundCloud. And uh, stay tuned for what she does uh, in the months to come. Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Thank <laughs> you.